This is your boy Gerard Michaels coming to you from a shared universe podcast studio down the Jersey Shore. We have a new producer today. Chris, what's up, man? Hey, nice. He he got his call. Chris, we're going to do a segment today, the first of many segments on this topic called Your City Sucks. Okay, now something most people don't know about me uh, is I was a minor league baseball player and a stand-up comedian, a, a, a touring stand-up comedian. So uh, when you are in the minor league specifically, you go to the biggest shithole in every single state. You go to the capitals, don't you? Yeah, the, the capitals, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Trump got in trouble for calling these shithole countries, but uh, this is the United States of America. And uh, these are, in fact, verifiable shithole cities. Um, now, I have had, mind you, some of the absolute best nights of my life in these places. I like it. I am shanty Irish. I like it. Uh, I like it a bit rowdy and rambunctious myself. You know. Um, so, what we're gonna do here? Now, Chris, y- y- you're a musician. Is that correct, by yes. trade? And it's been brought to my attention that that you, sir, are, are a traveled individual as well. Yes, yes, probably about what? Uh, probably I've gone through thirty states, and man, Louisiana wasn't feeling it. No, wasn't. Okay, all right. Well, let's well, let's let's start then. Let's get right to it. Where in Louisiana have you been? City specifically, City sir. City specifically, it was outside Baton Rouge. And uh, how far outside Baton Rouge? To be honest, I had just woken up after sleeping through the whole fucking van ride. 18 hours, getting mm-hmm. up there in uh, uh, Louisiana, and then all of a sudden I'm like, yo, Popeye's? We're in fucking Louisiana. The worst garbage ever. Popeye's chicken? Yep, in Louisiana. Really? I was so fucking upset, because we have one right down here. Yeah. It tastes fine and dandy like Delicious. Me, but there? No. Cut yeah, well, you know what? It. That's one of those things. Actually, I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, to Josh Carter here, as is my tradition on this show, to give shout-outs uh, and accreditation to people who would never do the same for me. I am going to give a free, unsolicited shout-out to Josh Carter, who, in addition to being a comedian and producer, is a real estate, a burgeoning real estate mogul. And he gave me one of the best pieces of advice ever as a, a, a real estate prospector. He says the first thing that you do, whether you go into an area uh, that that is on the the verge of being gentrified, if you will, to, to de- determine whether or not it is ready for investment – Go check out the fast food joints in the area. He said, if the McDonald's still has a security guard, you're probably a little bit too early on your investment. <laughs> so that I thought, I thought that was brilliant, That's man. That's a very interesting point. That yeah. that was brilliant. He was like, the first thing that you want to do when you're going to do, you're going into the hood to do hood investment, is check out the McDonald's. If the McDonald's looks like a, a, a third world country, a, a torn up war zone, you may be early. You may be a tad bit early. So. Uh, it, it's not that Popeye's particular is bad because Popeye's, I think, is my favorite. It has turned into my favorite fast food. That chicken sandwich is, is other earthly. When you're down south particular, you get outside of the city. You're five minutes outside the city. You're 100 miles outside the city, man. There's, you know, the, the, what, the civilization that we're used to up north. When people talk about poverty, like especially the your, my my white hipster friends, they're like these poor impoverished people. Those poor impoverished people are paying fifteen hundred dollars a month and working you know forty hours a week. They've never seen chicken coop poverty. They've never seen 
Uh, literal cemetery in your front yard poverty. The, the South has poverty the likes of which that we cannot really even begin to fathom. Uh, and, and what I love, we're still not talking about shithole cities, but we'll get into it in we'll a minute. But, but one of the things that I do love about the hypocrisy of all of my friends here in the Northeast, specifically where I grew up in Jersey, we think of the South and we think about, oh, these white trash rednecks. It's like, yo, there is nobody... Nobody more racist, more trash th than us. We are the most trash human beings on planet Earth. Now, I'm Shanty Irish. I've, I've long ago embraced my trash nature. All right, do, you, do you understand? Where, where did you grow up? Uh, right here. You grew up right here. Right okay, here. I, I grew up a little bit north. My family moved out of Brooklyn when I was young, like everybody else. And, we, and I grew up in a town called Old Bridge, New Jersey. Okay? And Old Bridge was a town of nothing but people who just moved out of New York. It was the furthest south that the New Jersey Transit had put a train and a bus station in the 80s. So this was the furthest no south. You, yeah, and then, and then like 10 years later, it ended up being Hazlitt and Middletown. And that's when Hazlitt and Middletown became. So what Monroe is like now, what Jackson is now, all these Staten Island, Brooklyn, Queens transplants, that's what Old Bridge was 25 years ago. Uh, because you couldn't afford to live in a city much like today. So then you still had to work in the city. So you, you, you went as far south as you can go because that was as cheap as you can go. And the old bridge parking ride on Route 9 changed yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So the odd thing was is that none of these towns were ready for this influx of people. This was all farmland as, as, as late as like the mid-80s. This was a literal one-horse town. There were horse and buggies. Like Jake Brown Road in Old Bridge is still a dirt road. Yeah. It's insane. So they never invested in infrastructure, and the idea, the whole reason I bring this up is, is New Yorkers specifically have this air of superiority over everybody else in the world. Everything that you do is somehow trashy or redneck or sus to a New Yorker. It doesn't matter that every day they wake up step over a dead homeless guy, kick a rat out of their way, right, to, to get to a bodega hey, that Louis who's, my friend. Who's, whose floor hasn't been cleaned since the Clinton administration, and then they'll look down their nose at you like, oh, you live in the sticks? What's it like out there? Like, it's incredible. And then they move out here, right, because they know their home was, in fact, trash, and then nothing is ever as good as their home. You give somebody a slice of pizza, you go get a slice of pizza in like Manalapan or something like that, and 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 every Italian loses the ability to to, to unclench their fingers. It's like it's like when a werewolf sees the the moon and he starts crunching up. The, the these Italians lose the ability to say the end of words. Mozzarella automatically. They lose they lose the the ability to say the ends of words. Unclench their shoulders and unclench their fingers. Oh, it's a good pizza. It's a good, but it's better in Brooklyn. I tell you, it's almost as good. It's almost as good. Spumoni God. Spumoni God. It isn't even Italian. It's owned by Albanians. I swear to God. I swear to you. So it, 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 there's this this idea where everything south of them is less than them, right? So when I, you know, when I was down south, the first time I went down south. I was uh, in college, really, playing baseball, summer ball in Virginia. And my expectations were like what I saw in the movies. Everything was going to be like, you know, they were going to be nasty to black people. They were going to, it was, everything was going to be about, you know, yeah, their cousin looks good. And dude, I was down there. I had one of the best summers of my life. The people were nice. The people were smart. Little methy. I'll be honest. Little methy. 
But you know what? Who am I to judge? I grew up, I grew up in, in, in on, on the Route 35 corridor where it, it was it was easier to find somebody addicted to oxycotton than not. Right? So I mean, who am I to judge? You know, you guys like meth. You know, we like pain pills. I wasn't much for the pain pills. I never saw the the you know attraction to sitting in a party with your eyes closed and your mouth open. I I, I that wasn't for me. You know, I, I never even liked weed, to be honest with you. I did not need any any motivation to be lazy and hungry. I, I had that covered, you know. Um, uppers are a different, a, a little bit of a, of a different, uh, uh, I, I, I did have a predilection for uppers, especially as you got drunk and then you hit the, you know, you hit the little restart button. It's, you know, it's, it's uh, <laughs> you got to check your tie. You got to, you know, hey, it's, uh, and that is you just want to keep the party going. At least that is an activity. So, Chris, one of the things that you're going to have to do as my producer here is I ramble. You're supposed to pull me back, Chris. We're talking about shithole. Shithole cities. We're talking about shithole cities. shithole cities. Where did we go wrong? So, anyway, uh, you know, we I was down south, and, and here I am, and it, it dawned on me, like, who the hell was I to judge these people? Who was I to judge these people? I'm calling these people rednecks. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking these people are like somehow less civilized than I am. Meanwhile, I grew up in Old Bridge, New Jersey, a town that had literally a nightclub for children. It was called Escapades. Is that what they called it before? Escapades was a nightclub for 12, 13, 14, 15-year-old, 16-year-old boys and girls. How did they pitch this to the community? How, how did they get a cabaret license? I shit you not, there were kids. This was in the, the, the heady jock jam days. This, this was in the pump, pump it up. <laughs> this, this was in the days of, of, uh, uh, of uh, uh, who, who was the Quad City DJs were running the scene. Old Bridge. Oh, my yeah. God. People would come. From far and wide. And my family had just moved out of Brooklyn. My mom was like a dancing queen and my dad was a bouncer. It's, you know, a, a story a story made in, in you know, in, in the annals of Disney. And uh, I always wanted to go to escapades. And my parents would never let me. And I would be so mad. I would try to sneak out of my house. That's fucking I'm wild. 13 years old. I'm trying to sneak out of my house to go do the Macarena at escapades. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And, and, and there's kids literally, dude, I shit you not, they're in the bathroom snorting pixie sticks. I shit you not. It, it was like, it, and then as soon as you turned 16, you got to level up to teen night. There were these massive clubs. There were these massive clubs called Hunka Bunka, Abyss, Chrome. They, they're, all, they're all gone now. And you would go and it would be teen night. So you'd get a wristband, you'd be 16, 17, 18 years old, 19 years old, under 21, and you could go into these clubs and you could drink soda and you yeah. can dance and you and then there would be guys, 30, 40 year old guys in the same club as 16 year old girls. And for some reason, nobody in any of Middlesex or Union or, or Essex County thought there was anything wrong with this. Well, that's perfectly acceptable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, here I am, uh, you know, talking about your city is a shithole, and I will say your city is a shithole, but now I've come to realize it's not because I'm better than you. I am not better than you. I grew up in and around a shithole. I grew up in the type of place where your one, your one best friend 
his dad makes uh, thirty-five grand a year, and and uh, you know, and has a a, a burgeoning a glass blowing business in his black in his backyard where he makes you know t- tobacco accoutrements. Ah, yes, yes, you know, and and then your other best friend, dad makes two hundred grand a year, but that's the thug. That's the white kid who wears rockerwear and stabs people at the St. Ambrose Carnival. So believe me when I tell you. When I call your city a shithole, it is not because I'm better than you. It's because I've experienced it. And I'm letting you know, if you are unaware, I am here to tell you, your city is a shithole. You got the foundation I for it, baby. I have a PhD in shithole cities, right? And uh, one of those shithole cities, you were talking about Louisiana, Bozier. Louisiana, ladies and gentlemen. How the fuck do you spell that? Now, it's an interesting interesting anecdote to that is you spell it B-O-S-S-I-E-R. And it is on the river, and it's Shreveport on one side. And I believe it's Shreveport, Louisiana. Is that correct? Yeah. You, wanna, you, can pull, you can pull it up on the screen and be a good producer. Uh, <laughs> no, dude. Why would I do that? Are you kidding? I'm going to drink I'm gonna drink this coffee that has four-week-old milk. See how it goes? Mm. So I'm playing baseball down there in Shreveport, Bozier. Bozier. And uh, this is before – remember, I'm, I'm aging myself a little bit here. This is before – the uh, the advent of Uber. This is before we had we had just gotten uh, camera phones, right? <laughs> this is oh fuck that. Noise. Yeah, dude. Look at that Put to Mississippi. Oh nope, nope. nope. So check it out, right? So che- it's it's actually a really really fun time, and the women are are worthwhile. Okay, but this is this is somehow the most thuggin' black city and white trash hillbilly place. At the same time, this is a war zone. This is the type of shit where something could pop off, and it's not like pushing and shoving and yelling and somebody's going to TikTok. Like, somebody's going to go to the trunk and get a chopper. And this is like, these people 100% live it. They live it, dude. So, we had to call, we wanted to get a shrimp po' boy. One of my my teammates was from down the area. And he said, big man, I got to get you a real Louisiana po' boy. Now, a po' boy, for people that don't know, is just a fried shrimp sandwich. It is tasty, but it is not worth going the half hour into the country that we went to get this damn crawfish po' boy. Um, it, it's just a fried It's a fried shrimp sandwich. I mean, it's good. It's tasty, but it's, I, you know, whatever, it, you know. I, I, I don't get lobster rolls either. Like, why on earth do people pay $30 for what it amounts to a tuna fish sandwich? I, I don't get it, but whatever. You know, fine. I'm not a connoisseur of, uh, you know, of sea bugs myself, but whatever. So we're out in the middle of nowhere, and we've got to get back to a, a game. So we call an actual taxi cab. We have to call a cab, and the guy comes. I'm a pretty big guy. This guy has to be 600 pounds. I mean, we're talking like Wesley Snipes Black, three teeth at most. And we're like, uh, where, 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 where y'all hit? I uh, said, so we have to go to, uh, we, we have to get back to Bossier. So you go, where Bossier? And then the guy's laughing at me and he says, well, he means, he means Bozier. He's not from here. For a half hour, this guy thought it was the funniest thing in the world. He's cracking on, 600 pounds, three teeth, cracking on me for a half hour. Well, would you like I bring you to Bossier, sir? We can, we can have ourselves some escargot in Bossier. He thought it was the funniest thing in the world that I pronounced what's very clearly a French word with the French pronunciation. How dare I? How dare I? You know, it's like when, uh, but then again, 
here I am getting my Irish up about this guy. But if anybody comes to New York and is like, uh, they call it Houston Street, which it very clearly is, or Greenwich Village, which it very clearly I mean, is, it's like, it's Greenwich Village, you mutt. Have you no culture? It's it's Houston Street. Haven't you ever watched Friends? Oh, you you got, mutt. You swine. You swine. So Shreveport, Shreveport Bozier. On a scale of one to ten, now you, you always I'm, you're always gonna get a better score when I get laid, and I got laid in Shreveport Bozier. So you, you got you got bonus points right off right bonus off the bat. Bone, that's it, that's it. Now that's good producing right now. We're calling it a bonus point. So you get one point off the bat. Uh, one cool thing about it, uh, I I like the the thugging activity. It, it, it I enjoy it. Uh, so I'm gonna give that another point. Uh, one of the cool things is on on one side of the river, it's a 2 a.m. last call, and on the other side of the river, it's a 3 a.m. last call. So the mass exodus of people That's gotta be leaving the clubs to go to these riverboat casinos on the other side is awesome. And that's where all the shit pops off. So, um, look, cool place to visit, awesome place to, to check out. Uh, I would not want to live there, personally. No offense or offense. I don't care. It is a shithole city. Uh, I am going to give Shreveport Bossier a... Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a six point one. It's a six point one. It's a six point one out of ten. It's better than average. It's I tell you, if you found yourself there, you could have a good time for a night or two, and then you'd move on. You you wouldn't miss anything. There's no reason to stay there for longer than you know forty eight hours. You know, play some baseball, check out a game, hit on some chicks. You know, maybe they'll think that you're gonna save them and bring them somewhere else. Try to avoid the uh, the military guys if you can. They'll they'll, they'll kill you. And uh, yeah. Then head head on south down Baton Rouge or uh, Houston or uh, New Orleans way. But yeah, if you find yourself up north on the river there, Shreveport Bossier, you can do no a lot shit. worse in America. You can do a lot worse. It's a good time. I'm giving it a six point one. Okay. Yeah. Fuck it. Bang. Boom. Six point one. Now, what else you got, Chris? Where are we going next? Okay. So actually, you mentioned it right when we said it. Fucking Houston. I can see it right from here. Houston, man. Oh man. They say everything is bigger and brighter in Texas. What uh, not these people? What 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 few, what few liberal black friends I have left are all going to leave me on this one? Houston is a shithole city. I, and I say that with the comedy club inside of Houston being one of my favorite comedy clubs in the world. The Houston Improv is one of the best places I've ever been, and uh, we did a show uh, with Carolyn Miljavic, their sold out show. Um, and it, it was electric. The crowd was amazing. Um, we ate good food there, you know. Um, I just felt like Houston tried too hard. You know, I like Houston. For, I did not get laid. So no bone no, us point. No bones. No, no bones in Houston. Um, it, they were the, 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 the white people in Houston – are, they have like the blue the blue people in red states down south try too hard. My God, we get it. You're so not racist that it comes off as super racist. You, you know, like you're so not racist. It's like most of my friends wouldn't eat in this part of town, but I'm here, and it's like 
Jesus Christ, what lady! Does that like, mean? You, what are you what trying are you to say trying here? To say? What are you trying? What are you trying to say? We did eat at a place. I gotta find out the name of it. It was like something called like the Egg in the Basket or something like that. And apparently, it's a completely gentrified area of town where now it's like all bars and and, and nightlife on one side of the town, and um, like cafes, cool little cafes on on the other side. And it was fun. It was just trying too damn hard, man. You know what? I'm being a little hard on Houston. Maybe my expectations were too high. Too high. My ex. It's it's spread out. It's it's huge. It's L.A. in that regard where, like, there, there's not, like, a, a downtown no, per se. No, there is not. Yeah, it, it's really, really spread out. Um, you know what? We were there, and they were incredibly strict. They were, like, super over-the-top strict with their um, – with, with their COVID restrictions, this was like right as COVID was oh, happening, okay, and okay. it was like they wanted to show that they were not part of Greg Abbott's Texas. Like we we're gonna do things the right way. We're gonna do things the Joe Biden way here in Houston. And it was like, all right, so we we have to close at ten because COVID comes out at ten thirty. That's that's it's afraid of the nighttime. That's yes. the trust. That's yep. that's the trust the science we're going with here. All right, fine. So um, I look. I'm gonna say I'm gonna give Houston. 4.3. 4.3, as far as big cities are concerned, I expected so much more. I had heard so many great things. Fucking the f- fantastic things. I had heard about it, too. First visit to Texas, but, man. Yeah. Fucking A. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to give it a 4.3, man. I don't know a lot. Of, I, most of my fans are from New York, and then my second most fans are from are from uh, Texas, and I'm going to catch a lot of shit for this. You know what? I'm going to keep an open mind, and the next time I go to Texas, you guys can show me what, what I missed out on. Texas has way better shit, dude. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yep. Um, I, I, I got to tell you, I had a better time in Sugarland than I did in Houston. I, you Sugarland? Know, I, yeah, it's outside of Houston. Um, oh, shit, look at that. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, we just had Catfish Cooley on. Catfish Cooley is from about 45 minutes outside of Houston, and, and you know, he he doesn't even go. He grew up. <laughs> He grew up over there in Beaumont, Lake Charles area. He's This guy is 45 minutes outside Houston. He said, you couldn't pay me to go to Houston, man. So I, I tell you, uh, you see, about uh, three hours about three hours west, you have Austin. Now, Austin is a good time. I lived in Dallas. I worked in Austin, San Antonio. Texas is awesome. I love everything about Texas. Uh, I've never been to College Station or any of those places in between, but uh, Austin is phenomenal. Uh, one of the things I like most about Austin is that the people that are in Austin now hate Austin. They say it's not Austin anymore. So they've 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 reached peak city where the old people in the city <laughs> hate new city. So the, they've 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 grown up. They really have. So we'll we'll do Austin. We'll do Austin ne- uh, some other time. But Houston, yeah, I'm sorry, Houston. Look, the food was good. The food was good. The people were nice. Uh, it was just underwhelming. It really, really was. I'm sorry. It was underwhelming. Four, four, four point, four point. What I say? Four point three. I'll give. I'll give. I'll give it. I will give it a four point six. All right. A fucking hurricane, man. You gotta give him something. Give it. It's true. I give it a four point six. I'll give it a four point six with an asterisk that I went, you know, in the beginning of a pandemic, and I'll keep an open mind for another trip to Houston. Where are we going next, Chris? Okay. So now, have you been? Oh, excuse me. Fuck. Have you been to Oklahoma? I have been to Oklahoma. Where in Oklahoma? The place that I o- went in Oklahoma was not a shithole, so I'm trying to find a place in Oklahoma that was... I had three of the best days of all of 2020 in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City, I mean, almost saved me. I was so depressed. I was so... Uh, 
Oklahoma City was one of the first places during the pandemic that was like, fuck this bullshit. We're open till two. You want to have a beer? Have a beer. Bricktown Comedy Club in Oklahoma City, one of the best comedy clubs in the entire nation. The staff there is top of the line. The way they take care of their acts is absolute top of the line. The audience was ready to wow out. They were ready to have a great time. Uh, we did about 600 people in three shows, um, and, and they've got the uh, they, they've got the the Oklahoma Sports Hall of Fame right there for for a guy like me that was an athlete. the The Dodgers AAA Stadium is right there in Oklahoma City, and in that it, you have uh, Johnny Bench. You've got uh, I mean, Mickey Mantle, they had a, uh, uh, they had a, uh, look, if you've been to Oklahoma City, you know what I'm talking about. Great nightlife. Now, apparently there was a shooting or something there, so, like, uh, Carol Ann was a little bit afraid of the nightlife. I was like, and I checked it out, I was like, yeah, that's like the one shooting that they have a year. We're good. That's the one that they have. You're good. You're good. We, we missed it. Um, it's a big oil town, so you get people from all over the country, all over the country coming in there, and they do business for the pipelines. Oklahoma City, not a shithole town. Good food, not great food. Good food, not great food. Great nightlife, not good nightlife. Great nightlife. You can have a blast in Oklahoma City. And bonus point. So, yes. So, we're. I'm going to tell you what. I'd go to Oklahoma City tomorrow. I'd spend a whole weekend in Oklahoma City anytime they wanted me. I loved Oklahoma City. I'm I'm too... I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give Oklahoma City a a, a seven point five. Seven point five. Oklahoma City is a damn good time, and we we were making fun of our manager. That was the very first show that we booked coming out of our COVID lockdown, and we were like, "You couldn't book Miami, you couldn't book LA, <laughs> you booked Oklahoma City for crying out loud." And I tell you what, it Worth was it. a blast. It was a blast. You know, I'm trying to remember that we went to a couple dive bars right on the same street as the uh, as the comedy club. I'm trying to remember the name of them, but I tell you what, they were a good time. There was guys playing music. There was some karaoke. No shit. Yeah, there was a a, a very uh, a very awesome woman inside Oklahoma City. She was our Uber driver, but she was from Austria, and for 30 years she hasn't lost her her uh, she hasn't lost her accent. So uh, one of the girls that was with us in the car was wasted, and she was like. I don't think that's a real accent. If you're here for 30 years, you wouldn't have that accent. And this woman was like Arnold Schwarzenegger's mother, dude. She was yoked up. And she was like, it never really goes away. And <laughs> she was just matter of fact about everything. So we were like, can we go to Taco Bell? She's like, yes. You may have Taco Bell, but you will not eat it in the car. Agreed? And we were like, yes. Oh, okay. okay you oh, got fuck. it. All right. Yeah. And this woman, man, she was amazing. If you're listening to this lady who was our Uber driver, I wish I could adopt you as my grandma. You were incredible. She was a truck driver for 30 years across this country. She's gone east, west, north, south, everywhere in America and Europe. She was a truck. She was a transcontinental truck driver in Europe, and she was a transcontinental truck driver in America. She is awesome. That's a boss. Yes, she really is. And she was like, uh, we were like, so where should we go in Europe? She was like, you should go to Austria, of course. It's very good. Very great, great skiing. We're like, well, you're only saying that because you're Austrian. She was like, yes, I do like Austria. I was like, I don't know. You got to be careful with these Austrians who think that Germany's better than everywhere else. It doesn't. You got. You got a weird history with that. She was like, "That's not a really. That's not really something we joke about." She was like, "I didn't go to art school. It's fine." Yes, it's not. She was straight up. She, she knew exactly what I was getting at, and without again, without breaking stride, she goes, "That's not really something we joke about." 
She was like, if she was like, if if you're more, if you like the beaches, you should try Croatia. Croatia is the best beaches in Europe. <laughs> Got like, it. Yeah, okay. Copy. Croatia. Copy. All right. Yeah. So Oklahoma City. So far, we've got uh, Shreveport, Bozier. Counting it as one city. It's two cities. I'm counting as one. And we gave. What did I give that? I gave that we what? A, that was a that was six point one. Six point one. Yeah, that's accurate. That's, I'm I'm good at this. I'm real good at this. Four point five was Houston. Four point five. Four point five. And then seven point five for that sweet sweet Oklahoma City. Yep. Might be a little might be a little harsh on Houston. Might be a little generous on Oklahoma City. That bone point's a big point. It, it it's huge. The honestly. bone point is a big point. It can make a break a whole vacation. It really can. It's the whole thing. It really is. All right, we got time for one more. One more. One more of uh, is it, one one more of uh, what, what what did we call this? We call this shithole America. Shithole. Was it shithole cities? Yeah, your city's a shithole. Yeah, antagonistic America. That's the one. Your city's a shithole. Um, there was one more that I had went. Yeah, well, we, we give me something. Uh, give me something. We we we're going after the south here. Give me something north. Something uh, north. Something north. That man. made me fucking livid. I've got a few. Of th- you know what? It's actually still. Not that terribly north, but it was a shithole. It, it was in Virginia. Me, I'll, I'll tell you Lynchburg. what. Lynchburg. What? Lynchburg. Lynchburg? The dry county of Virginia. I have not You've been, been to, to Lynchburg. Lynchburg. I've been to uh, every... Where, where, pull it up on the map. Yeah. Let me see. Lynchburg. I think it's where they Sounds make... Sounds like something people should uh, avoid. Uh, no, they're super friendly. Super, super friendly. I bet. Or uh, else. They make... They make um. There's Blue a Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Uh, drink that gets distilled there. Oh, is that? Uh, is, it, is it? Fuck. What is it? Lynchburg. Uh, I thought uh, Jack Daniels is. is uh, that's not Virginia though. No, it's Tennessee, isn't it? Fucking a. Which, Pull, make make, uh, make the map larger so I can see what's around it. I've spent a lot of time in Virginia. I I I, I not spent time in Lynchburg specifically. Um, what else is around there? Let's see. A little bit. Pull out a little bit more there. No, I don't want to fucking. There you go. Uh, Roanoke, Roanoke is the closest thing. It's between that and Charlottesville. Yeah. Nah, I haven't spent much time there, man. It's uh, it's a dry county. There's yeah. Nothing to everything closes at six. Mm. It is. It was just brutality because you after a while you're just out in farmland like man. So what are we doing for the yeah. rest of the night? Yeah, yeah, I played in the Shenandoah River uh, at Shenandoah Valley League, and that was um, that that was. Uh, th- did Lynchburg have a team in that league? I wonder. I don't remember. Wrong fucking tennis or wrong fucking Lynchburg. They're talking about it's Tennessee. It's Tennessee. You're right. Tennessee. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, TikTok. You yeah. fucking got it. Yeah, they'll, and they'll yeah, TikTok. TikTok will let you know. The internet's a bully heaven. <laughs> yeah, how do you not know everything about America, you piece of shit? You never fucking studied what you want yeah. to book. All right, we'll come back to Virginia because I got some great Virginia stories. Uh, I want to. I, I got to spend some time on Virginia. Uh, Washington D.C. Have you ever been to Washington? Fucking a man. Washington D.C. When people. <laughs> all right, I, I've got a friend. I got a friend, uh, Shelby, uh, who, who she'll be on the podcast sometime. She she wrote for um, a, a bunch of uh, bunch of think tanks and magazines. She's a very very bright girl. And um, she spent a summer in Washington D.C. and she loved it. And I and I just don't loved know it. what the, I don't know what she liked about it. It is uh, it's disgusting. It's filthy. It has all of the worst parts of Philadelphia and New York, and none of the good parts. The bars close at one. The people are the worst human beings on planet Earth. The people that live there are somehow worse than the people that transfer there. And the people that transfer there are power hungry sycophants and. Uh, Trust fund babies that only care about personal aggrandizement. So uh, Washington, D.C., 
the den of of, of scum and, and villainy, uh, the the epicenter of uh, the Chinese takeover of America, uh, Washington D.C. to me, and I've been there about I don't know fourteen times, not been laid once, not once. Not one, times? not one time have I gotten even so much a, 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 as a as a tickle pickle out of courtesy. Not even, <laughs> not not even once ha, ha, have I have I found a, a, a dame curious a curious enough. You know, I, maybe, maybe I should try for dudes. Just trying to go find down out. There. She's just trying to find. You, out. you have to break the slump one way or another. Washington D.C. Uh, you know, although there was one girl I was seeing who lived in Washington D.C., but. You know, would take the trip out. She she went to uh, JMU, and she she was from Washington D.C. But you know, we would hang out at JMU. So I'm not counting that because I'm not counting that because it, it didn't happen in D.C. So were they vacations that you were going to D.C.? You just wanted to go to D.C. Ah, uh, business. I was down there for business. Oh. I was down there for baseball, and then I was down there for business. I worked in politics for a little bit, so I was down there, and then uh, I, I did a, I did the worst comedy show of my not the worst the worst comedy show of my life was in in Philly. Uh, but one of the worst comedy shows I ever did you was the full gamut of every experience from DC. Yeah, yeah I really have. I've had the entertainment. I had business. I, I had pleasure. I had uh, I had politics. DC is. I'm sorry, it's awful. Washington DC is awful. The food is unless you are mega wealthy. You know. You know what? The huh. the one caveat being everybody always says you got to go to Georgetown. You got to go to Georgetown. You got to go to Georgetown. I've never been to Georgetown. But I wouldn't really consider – that's like, to me, though, like judging DC – that would be like judging New York on Hoboken. Like, I don't uh, – you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that would be like people say, like, Times Square sucks. And it's like, but have you gone to Hoboken? Like, I don't consider that New York. So I, I don't really consider – I consider Georgetown Georgetown. I don't consider Georgetown Washington. Totally. I, I think they're separate. I, I think you just got to – you can't – Include them as one encompassing fucking thing yeah. because you're gonna you're gonna but, that, but that's what they do down there. They consider Arlington, Washington. They consider Fairfax, Washington. They consider the the entire gamut, Washington. There's people that are in, in Maryland that consider you know uh, Baltimore, Washington adjacent. My you know, like fucking ass. You can go to Arlington, yeah. and that's still you have to go. You have to traverse spots. That's not. What did I? What did I give Houston? I gave Houston a four and a half. Four point five. Yeah. Two point two five. Washington Whoa. DC. Two point two five. Half of Houston. Half. It's raining hell, dude. Half. Washington DC. You are a shit hole. You're not the worst city I've ever been to, but you are in the conversation. You are low enough that I have to talk about you. You are in the conversation. Everything about you sucks. Your people are somehow worse than the people in L.A. You have weather somehow worse than anywhere in the Northeast. You have all of the bad parts of every major city without any of the good parts. <laughs> I, I You can put up with all of Chicago's bullshit for the beautiful blonde women, the, the views and the, the food and the – you know, Wrigleyville alone is worth you taking your life in hands. But there, I cannot think of one redeeming quality. I cannot think of one thing out of all the time I've been to Washington, D.C. I can't think of one thing where if somebody was like, yo, gee, I'm going to Washington, D.C., what should I do? I'd say keep driving. Just fucking I have nothing for you. Go past it. Yeah, get get a picture of the Washington Monument, which uh, you've been led to believe is five times bigger than it actually is. The reflecting pool is nothing but shit and litter. Um, 
the the that fucking whole museum, the mall. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm a I'm a history buff. And the last time I went to the Smithsonian with all the critical race theory bullshit and the propaganda and the commie propaganda they have up everywhere, I'm just like, you know what? I'm good. I don't need this. I'm good. Thanks. I don't need a caveat about, you know, how... Uh, 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 it's just, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Enough already. Yeah, Washington... 2.25. 2.25. And I, and I might be being generous. I may be generous. All right, so I think that that's I think that that'll be good. That'll be I, good for for our first installment, our first installment of uh, of, of uh, shit. Your, your city's a shithole here on Antagonistic America. Do, do you have any comments about our our four cities that we talked about, Chris? I mean, to be honest, I think you hit the nail straight on the head each time. Everything came. I mean, everything tracks. It tracks. You're you're welcome to you're welcome to disagree with me in the comments. You, I, I'm not wrong. Please. I'm you, you're welcome to try. Philly is the worst. Is what the what people are coming in with. <laughs> you already know. You already know. Philly is the worst city I've ever been to. It really is. Philly is just. Uh, we'll get we'll get to Philly in the next episode. We'll get to Philly. We'll get to Austin. Well, uh, you know, and, I, and I'm I'm not I'm not just gonna go after the big cities either. Actually, Philly's not the worst city I've ever been to. Evansville, Indiana, is the single worst city I've ever been to. You know, Evansville, Indiana had the smartest dope fiends I've ever seen in my life. I don't want to you know get too far ahead because I want to yeah. do this in another video, but they realized that there's no cops inside a minor league baseball stadium. So, and they realized that there, there was the only there's only here. like 25 people in the games. So they would go to the games in Evansville, sit. You know, in in section one ninety, row one thirty, they they just tie off and nod out for three hours, man, and know that they were nobody was gonna bother them in the in and it this is the this is the the stadium by the way that they fielded that they they filmed a league of their own in. What? Yeah, it's old school. It, it's cool, and there would be like nothing but dope fiends spread wild. out. They were the original social distancers. <laughs> And they would social distance themselves, tie off. Built-in fan base, man. And and yeah, Evansville was wild. York, PA, wild. Yeah. All right, I'm getting ahead of myself. This so, shit's wild out there. Oh, dude, I, I've been to over 100 cities, so we're definitely we're gonna have about 20 installments of this. This is installment one. This is installment one of your city is a shithole. Um, Old Bridge, New Jersey, by the way. I can't really do my hometown because look, I love my hometown, but uh, Old Bridge, New Jersey. I'm gonna call Old Bridge a five. That's gonna be my baseline. Okay. Old Bridge is gonna be my baseline. That's not fair because. You Houston's definitely better than Old Bridge. Uh, facts. Mm, so like a 3.5. Old Bridge is four. I'm going to say Old Bridge is four. Old Bridge is four. So four will be my baseline. Four is going to be our B minus, our C plus. Four is the average. Okay, that's our B minus C plus. Uh, if you do get a chance to check out, uh, if hey, if you if you agreed with me. Uh, that would be phenomenal if you could follow my Patreon and give me your money. <laughs> and if you disagree with me, pay me uh, four ninety nine a month to disagree with me in the comments of the Patreon. Look, we can't we can't continue on without your help. There's no way that I'm ever going to get uh, represented in, in Hollywood ever again. I'm never going to have any sort of corporate sponsors. If you guys uh, continue to share, I love you for it. Continue to comment, I love you for it. Thank you so much for watching live. It means so much. But we also need to finance this thing. We have to keep it moving. So any person purchases that you make, whether you follow me on Patreon or you buy my comedy special, 
uh, it, it, or, or any of the sponsors that we do have, if, if, if you purchase their stuff and let them know that you came here from Gerard Michaels and uh, the Antagonistic America podcast, it all means so much. And uh, I can't believe we're this many episodes in and you have already given me this many hours of your life. I, it means so much to me. Don't think it does it. I appreciate each and every one of you. I hope that you enjoyed this. Uh, I know that uh, I know it's weird podcasts. We get really, really serious and we get not so serious. But I'm dead serious about all this. This was I'm dead serious about your city as a shithole. So, for producer Chris, where can they find this podcast? They can oh, find it can everywhere. You can find it everywhere. You can find it on SoundCloud. You can find it just. Fucking, you can look up Antagonistic American, and you're going to see his face. Yeah, absolutely. Follow it on uh, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, uh, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. We're going to be everywhere. I am Gerard Michaels from a Shared Universe podcast studio here at the Jersey Shore. Producer Chris, great job today, and we will see you next time.